I actually didn't have a newsletter list or subscriber list for the first two years of my business. That's a mistake that I made and I didn't think it was that necessarily and now Welcome back to You Made It, the podcast all about making, creating and entertaining. I'm your host Christy Campbell, founder of Pink Pony Creative, a brand and graphic design studio in Auckland, New Zealand. Welcome back to You Made It. In today's episode, we're going to be talking all about how to get clients. Now, obviously, I'm a graphic designer through and through, and I own a branding and design studio, but my tips here could totally be uh, used and applied to so many different industries. Um, I think we all find clients in a really similar way. So hopefully you'll be able to take something away from this episode and get more clients. Getting clients can be a real struggle in any industry, especially when you're starting out freelancing or you're starting a business. But I'm going to share my streams of getting new clients and leads that really helped me in the beginning stages of my business and still help me to this day. These tips could actually be applied in many other industries and not just design. These are all my personal experiences that have helped me um, that hopefully can help you. Just a quick disclaimer, I'm not saying this is going to get you new clients, but I'm sure it will help. Starting out a business can be tough, and those first few clients is absolutely key. People often used to say, use your social media or your newsletter or your subscriber list, but the stuff can actually take some, like a lot of time. So what initial steps can we take to get those first clients and actually secure them? Start off by doing the absolute basics. And this sounds a bit simple, but I think we often forget that this is so key. Tell your family and friends you are starting a business or freelancing and you're opening up services to them because people won't know unless you tell them. Don't just expect them to know because you did design at uni or because you got an architect degree at university. People are not going to know. They're too worried about doing whatever they're doing. And just because they are friends and family doesn't mean you should do a quick job. For them. Doesn't mean you should just sort of smash out in an hour, then it's done and dusted. Think about absolutely nailing that job. Smash out of the park and give them a little bit extra than they anticipated because those first connections you make, even though you're family and friends, you've known them for years, they might not know how good you are at your craft. So smash it out of the park because maybe then your friend that you just designed a little logo for will then tell their parents who own a business. You've got to remember to put your best foot forward every time you do a job. So when I say give them a little bit extra, maybe if you're designing a new logo for someone, design a business card for them and send it through to them without them even asking for it. They will probably really appreciate it and say, wow, this is really cool. Do an epic job because then they'll most likely put in a good word to their family friends and you could be starting to grow your network and get new leads through those initial jobs. Following on from that, it sounds once again a little bit basic, but post it on your personal Facebook and your personal social media channel. Now, I'm not talking about your business Instagram or your business Facebook, your personal ones, because if you're starting out, you're probably only going to have like 10 followers on Instagram or you're not going to be getting a big reach, but I'm sure you will have more friends on Facebook or more friends on your personal Instagrams than your business ones to start with. So put it out there and hopefully you will get a few people here and there inquiring about your services. My first few clients were actually friends and family as well. One of my first ever clients was my best friend, Megan, who started a business probably like seven years ago. And I didn't even have a small business then. I had no intention on starting one back then I was working for another business but she asked me to create a logo for her and ever since then she's had the same logo 
Another really good example of this is the accountant that was working at the same business I was um, when I first got into the design industry. He obviously knew of my skills from working in that job and then eventually he actually became one of also one of my first clients when I started my business because he I'm pretty sure he would have seen it on Facebook that I was starting this business. So he inquired, did some work for him, and then he actually is involved with a few different businesses. So from there, I kind of had my fingers in a couple of pies because he was involved with those couple of businesses. So I was able to work and design stuff for those various companies. Even my dad. So my dad has a passion for aviation and war and he's got lots of books and makes some really cool connections through that and he got me to design a couple of book covers for him that were actually published. I mean you know that kind of work isn't necessarily something that I wanted to do in the long run but it actually just got me working, it got me building my portfolio, networking and just telling your family and friends can be so beneficial for your business or freelancing. Another way of getting clients is email, call, or even visiting businesses. Once again, you've just got to tell them your offerings, show them your work, and let them know that they, if they need design work done, you're here for them. If you're starting freelancing, you could flick an email through to the business down the road who sells clothing, <laughs> and or even go and visit them and give them your business card, your portfolio, um, like a link to your Instagram, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and say, hey, if uh, you need design work done, like signage, logos, I'm here for you, I can get this done for you and do a really good job. Another strategy to secure some clients is using and utilizing Facebook and social ads. Now this is something that you do have to spend a bit of money, have a bit of a budget to put towards, but I can't tell you enough how much it can improve putting yourself into front of new people. A couple of really good tips for, say, Facebook ads is to keep your ads really brief yet insightful. And remember in a way that what is the value you can offer to your audience? What can you do for them that will make their life better, easier, make their jobs better, make their business better? Another little tip is to add call to actions. This is CTAs. Now this could be anything from buy now, shop now, subscribe now, book a call is even a really good one. And offer something like a free inquiry call to really grab attention, get them on board, make that personal connection so that then they feel more of a connection to then hopefully book and actually secure a job. We also want to be really specific about who we're targeting on, say, Facebook or social ads. Keep them quite small because if you have a small budget, remember, it's not going to go far if you're, say, targeting the whole of New Zealand. Um, so you want to, the more budget you have, the better it's going to be if you want to target a bigger audience. But if you have a smaller budget, try and be really specific. Maybe it's within your local area or wherever you live and keep it small. Another thing following on from that you want to think about is that you don't have to have much money to do this, but you just have to understand that the more money you spend, the better results you will get. And keep your graphic impactful, yet simple and easy to understand. We've got to understand that people will be scrolling through social media really quickly, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. They're scrolling, seeing so many other bits and pieces. And you need to figure out what you can do to grab your audience's attention and to grab that person's eye as soon as they hit your ad and to hopefully get them to convert and follow through with a call or an email. One of my past roles was working as a marketer slash designer for a franchised company. 
So I created a document for these franchisees to use to enable them to do their own marketing in their own local area. Surprisingly, that's called local area marketing. And you can do a similar strategy for your own business or freelancing. Now, I totally understand that depending on where you are in the world, it could be quite different. You could do some local area marketing if you need to. It could totally be a strategy that will work for you. It really depends on your business, the kind of people you want to work for, but you've just got to work out what works for you. So this local area marketing can involve things like dropping flyers into letterboxes with your services and maybe it's got a QR code to your website. You could go to networking events in the area, trade shows, even hand out your flyers and business cards. I mean, this is something I haven't done before, but you could go there, hand out your business card and say, you know, if you guys need some graphic design work, I'm here for you. I've got you and let's go. <laughs> so while you're doing all of the above, set up your social media account, especially for your business. It'll be hard to get leads from this in the beginning, but work hard at it. It could totally turn into one of the largest lead sources that you have. As an example, when I first started my business, I had already created the Instagram account for Pink Pony Creative because I was doing that 100 day design challenge. I had some stuff up there. I was posting on it regularly and I didn't think anything of it really. I didn't think it could become a main source of leads, but I then was approached by someone on Instagram to say, hey, can you design a logo for me? I said yes and the rest was history. I started getting more and more leads and messages through Instagram and I worked hard at it, and now about 70% of my leads actually come from Instagram, which is a huge portion, and I know that, you know, one day maybe Instagram might die and disappear, because we don't have any control over it, it's something that we use for free, um, but that's why it's really important to also utilize another social media platform, make sure you've got a few um, sources of leads coming in so that you're not solely relying on one source. During this time as well, it's really key to set up a newsletter subscription on your website. So making sure people can subscribe to your newsletter, whether you have something going out to them every week or every couple of months, just making sure you start to build your own email list because that is something that actually you have complete control over. You own those contacts, they have subscribed to you, they are yours. And in the future, you never know where your business might go. So maybe you're going to sell templates on a shop or maybe you're going to start a course and you can market it to those people because they are probably going to be your highest converting leads because they're that committed to your business. They signed up for it. As a little tidbit, just to let you guys know, I actually didn't have a newsletter list or subscriber list for the first two years of my business. I've only just opened one up. That's a mistake that I made and I didn't think it was that necessarily and now it's something that I think is really key and I know is really key so I've just opened it. Um, people can subscribe to my newsletter. If you want to go to pinkponycreative.com and you will find it. <laughs> a little plug there for myself. That was a mistake that I made and I know that now if I want to sell anything or I have any important news or maybe if Instagram dies like I said, I can fall back on that and hopefully I'm still run my business and it will still go smoothly. You can even approach businesses on social media. There's so many ways you can do this without being too abrasive. Is that the right word? Not sure. But anyway, um, you can approach them on socials so you can follow, like, engage, show them you're interested before you message them. That's key because I think that you could totally see a jewelry brand on, you know, one day you might be scrolling, you could see a jewelry brand you like, follow them. Maybe they've got a small account. 
but you can hit them up and say, hey, look, I've got these services. This is what I offer. Would be interested in working with you in the future if you ever need some needed somebody. But for them, I think on the receiving end, they might get a lot of messages every day. So it's important that you actually show you're committed. You actually show that you care about their business. You enjoy their products. It's something that, that you feel connected to. We do have an episode on how to grow on social. So listen to that one to get some really good insight as ways to actually grow specifically on there. One thing I've learned over the past two years in my business and something that I would highly recommend enforcing in your business or freelancing is making sure your clients feel really listened, understood, like they're your only client because that is going to then get you referrals and referrals are similar to word of mouth where people tell their friends, tell other business owners that, that you've done an epic job and you should work with them. I mean, in saying that, don't let them take the piss and email you and demand work outside of work hours. I'm not saying that that's the right way to go because I don't think that is. But make sure that they never feel like any changes are a hassle, that you're committed to them and that they're really important and that you care about them. Make sure you're giving them your best professional advice. But if they have more changes or adjustments, make sure you're doing it without hassle. I mean, if they go over the quote that was initially given, you could charge a bit more, but um, just make them feel like it's no hassle and it's something that you're completely willing to do. Offer to outsource printing for them. Um, if you don't have a service offering that they are looking for, maybe suggest one to them. So really go out of your way to help the client out because that is completely what is going to get you really good referrals that type of strategy to get you clients is so important because like I said if Instagram goes down if social media wipes off the face of planet earth at least you've got those connections through people because people know you do an epic job and if you go above and beyond for your clients they will too they will surely write a testimonial referral to new clients etc etc another great way of getting clients is Facebook groups and this is also one that can be easily missed but I remember in my first years of well I'm only a baby still I'm only two years into business but in my first few months especially I joined a couple of Facebook groups which really helped me it got me some really cool small jobs and then eventually they got me jobs after that some of my favorite Facebook groups would be girls in business. Now I know that if you're all over the world, this might not apply to you, um, but girls in business I think is predominantly Australia and New Zealand, but it's a really cool Facebook group for literally girls in business <laughs> and you share advice, you can post your services on there. There is another Facebook group called like-minded bitches drinking wine. <laughs> so great, like what a great name. Once again, it's the same sort of thing. These girls, women in this group are just like-minded people who are offering their advice. They will post up, you know, if you need a web designer. And it's just a really great way to connect with new people. So if you can find those Facebook groups online, join them, post up, and don't be afraid to offer people your services. Just make sure you follow the rules because sometimes those rules on the groups they can have certain restrictions on what you can actually share. So just make sure you're keeping up to date with those rules. You could even try and look for Facebook groups by posting on social media or chatting to your friends and just kind of asking everyone, hey, is there any really cool groups that I can join as a business owner that um, I can offer my services on and hopefully people will have an answer for you. 
Another key strategy is SEO and Google ads. Now SEO, if you don't know, is search engine optimization. You'll probably have to do quite a bit of digging about this to really learn about it, and I don't want to get too much into detail, but it can just really enhance your Google rankings and your search rankings when people look for, say, graphic designers. It's all about sort of word count. So keep that in mind. Do a bit of research on SEO and even Google Ads if you want to get into that. Something that I've never done in my business um, specifically, but it could be a great way to get new clients. So rounding everything up just quickly, um, the the strategies that I talked about today was to use your family and friends, tell them you're starting a business, uh, post it on your personal social media accounts, go the extra mile for those customers and those clients, use email calling or visiting businesses to let them know about your services, um, your local area marketing like dropping flyers into letterboxes as the most uh, historical technique I've talked about today opening up a newsletter subscription so that people can join in and subscribe to your work your stuff while you're doing all of that make sure you're keeping up to date on your social media accounts using a couple of different platforms to share your work you know instagram tiktok linkedin pinterest not all of them just a couple because it can be so hard to do another one joining facebook groups seo and google ads In the last part of this episode, I thought I would share some of the funny stories or interesting stories on ways I got clients. So I recently actually got a new car and it's always been a dream of mine to brand my car, like get it sign written with pink pony on the side. And for really no reason other than that, I thought it would be really cool. And it was like a little proud moment to see my car out there with pink pony on it. And anyway, so I went and got it sign written. And then the next day, I actually had someone walk into the office and say, hey, I'm looking for pink pony. And I did not know this guy from a bar of soap. And I sort of said, oh, hey, I'm Christy. I'm from pink pony. And he said, I actually saw your car outside of the office. And I wanted to inquire because I can see you do branding and graphic design. And I wanted to learn more about your services. And I was like, there you go. Second day, no, actually first day of having my car wrapped. And I'm already getting an inquiry. So if you're thinking about getting your car wrapped, it can definitely work. Another cool little story is that one day me and my husband attended this fundraising evening through our neighbors. And we went there. It was sort of 45 minutes away from our house. And um, there was a social media marketing girl there um, who was presenting. And she had her, I think her Instagram up, her name's Sidekit on Instagram, if you wanted to know. I ended up following her because I was like, oh, cool. You know, she does social media marketing, similar sort of stuff. So I just followed her. I didn't even speak to her that night. And then the next day she messaged me and said, oh, hey, you were at the fundraiser, weren't you? And I was like, yep, sure was. And then a couple of weeks went by or months went by and then she ended up emailing me and now we've we've worked together on a couple of projects. So in that case, like once again, it's just one of those situations where you have no idea where the lead is going to come from. You've just got to put your best foot forward, follow them on social media, you know, like be kind, be presentable, be nice in the moment and you'll be really surprised at what you'll get back. One last thing that I thought I'd reiterate, oh God, I can't say that word, reiterate, (laughs) um, is that like through social media, you really have no idea who is watching you. 
And I think it's important to remember this, especially no matter how big your following is or how small, regardless of the size, you have no idea who's watching. One of my favorite stories was um, I got an inquiry and my sister does all my inquiries for me and she sort of sorts through and replies to the inquiries and she messaged me and said, hey, did you see this lead that came through? And I was like, no. And she said, oh, it's this really awesome chick from Teen Mum. I don't know if you guys all watched MTV when you were a lot younger and there was Teen Mum on and Kay Lowry actually inquired about rebranding her podcast Coffee Combos and it was one of those inquiries which I was like wow this would be epic to do and luckily I got the job and we rebranded their podcast Coffee Combos but it's just that whole idea of you honestly have no idea who is watching on the other side of social media I had no idea that she followed me and now I've done quite a few projects with her so without social media our businesses would look so so different ways to get clients is all about trial and error and figuring out what works for you because every business and freelancing and craft is different what works for someone might not work for you so figure out what works and stick with it I think it's really important um, I just want to finish on a note at the end here to remember that every client you have no matter the job size or the type of job treat them like your dream client give them the ultimate experience uh, make them feel special and listened to because that could continue to lead you to the next client they could refer you etc and then maybe one day you'll actually get to work with your dream client. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode today and took something away. If I've missed any amazing ways to get clients, I'd love to hear about them. DM me on Instagram. But otherwise, thank you all for listening again to You Made It Where You Can Make It. Follow us on Instagram and we'll see you all next time.